presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> Thanks. So. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Franson and AJ Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is AJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 1069 FM. 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson here with you on the Full Court Press. Appreciate you tuning in and joining us wherever you may be listening. On 1069 FM, 1390 AM, the 106.9 The Fan mobile app, or streaming us online, 1069thefan.com. That's also where you can go and find a bunch of our old episodes and past interviews. And, Ajay, you've been great lining these up the last few weeks. There's some great, great interviews there. Uh, Coach Ephraim Banda, Coach Anthony Tucker, talking about Utah State football. Brock Miller, talking about his career as a basketball player at Utah State. Um, learning more about this new Aggie which, who will be coming to play basketball and Taylor Funk. Uh, learning more about him. So a lot of great interviews that we've been able to do, and you can go check out our website for all those archived interviews and uh, listen back to them. Uh, can I just personally send out my deepest appreciation to Doug Hoffman and Utah State Athletics uh, for uh, putting out our interview as well, uh, putting that on Twitter, for social media, so you guys can find it there, um, our interview with Coach Tucker and with Coach Bonda. Appreciate uh, those guys uh, giving us a little bit of publicity and uh, uh, being supportive of the show. Uh, by doing. the way, speaking of football, uh, they just sent this note out just a few minutes ago. Uh, for anyone wanting to pr- to uh, to come to to practice today, they the team will be on the grass fields by the Stanlob Indoor facility. So they do have bleachers on the west side of the fields where you can uh, sit and enjoy the practice, but uh, avoid walking around uh, for uh, safety purposes so you're not in the way of the players. But uh, it is open, and you're welcome to go watch it. Just make sure you're in the right place. Um, and also, uh, the the uh, spring scrimmage, the first spring scrimmage coming up on Saturday. So excited to see what um, you know, some of these new faces look like, new players look like for Utah State football. Uh, we, we've both heard Coach Anthony Tucker and uh, Ephraim Bonda talk about introducing new wrinkles to what they are doing as coordinators and uh, how that might start to look on the field is they're saying they both feel like this team is ahead of where it was a year ago, and we know what they were able to accomplish here a year ago. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, and I loved and you pointed it out yesterday, and I really didn't pay. 
I guess I really didn't catch it as much as you did, but I went back and I listened to Tucker talk about Levi Williams. He really is impressed with him. Like that trade, Very I mean, high. we can call it just a straight up swap for Peasley and, and Levi Williams, <laughs> which is what it was. Um, but man, that was just the way he talked about Levi. And it, it makes me want to go back there on Saturday, at least at that scrimmage at 12 o'clock on Saturday, and, and go watch him a little bit more carefully than I have before. Yeah, yeah I agreed. Because on the outside looking in, it felt like you're trading. It's like a straight swap. It's a similar guy for what you just gave up. But um, not according to Anthony Tucker. There's a lot that Levi Williams brings to the table and is excited to see where his his potential will go uh, based on how what he's you know, observed from his work ethic and his uh, talent and skill level and, and his, his desire to be coached, too, and to learn in this system. So exciting stuff for Utah State football. Again, noon tomorrow uh, in the football stadium there on Merlin Olsen Field. Encourage you to go out. I think the weather should be pretty nice on Saturday. What's our weather forecast looking like for Saturday? Uh, I, don't, I know it's supposed to be clear. It's what, what's today, Thursday? Clear in 60, 70 tomorrow? So, we'll, uh, so Saturday, we'll, well, yes, tomorrow will be up to 70, but then it cools off again. So high on Saturday, 52 degrees, partly, uh, partly sunny. So might be a little cool. Just sit in the sun, bring a jacket, and enjoy some football this time of year. It's always nice. Uh, Ajay, the other big thing today, uh, with two big things going on today. The Masters opening rounds happened today. Uh, some guys are already off the feet, off the course. Other guys are still uh, making their way. But um, uh, Tiger Woods looking pretty good. Can he hold up physically? Did, did you Did you hear? <laughs> I love the Masters. Um, Tiger hits his shot, I think, from the woods. No pun intended. Um, and he, like, it, it just it sits on the fringe and rolls from the green on, onto the fringe again. And this guy, <laughs> this, uh, this spectator goes, great shot, Tiger. And Tiger goes, off, off. Swears, just like, and, and <laughs> CBS catches it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I love it. Oh, that's funny. Uh, with Tiger, he shot a, a 71 today on the yep. course. Had a couple, had a little couple one mishaps. Under. Yeah, he had a couple mistakes. Uh, one of them, he hooked it badly, didn't look great. Uh, the other one, I think he was short on it. But it, for the most part, I thought he, I thought he played well enough. Look, that's his best round in the first round of the Masters. I think they said since 04. Like, like he hadn't had that good of a first round at the at, at Augusta in a in a long time. Uh, I'm just trying to see, yeah, some stuff here, but, um, anyway, yeah, I'll see if I can find it, but, uh, to back up what you've said there, but, you know, pretty solid day for, uh, for Tiger Woods, 15, uh, major that he has won and, uh, last one at Augusta in 2019, uh, let's see. Here it is. In his previous 23 Masters appearances, Woods broke 70 in the first round only twice. Wow. So his 71.8 scoring average in the opening round is a full shot higher than his second round average and two strokes higher than his third round average. <laughs> so, uh, I, but 
you know, how will he physically but how, be able that's to the hold great, up? That's the best question. Is how does he physically hold up? He's been there all going week, going into the latter rounds, practicing, walking the course. Uh, but does he? Will he be able to get enough treatment and enough rest on his legs? Yeah. To, to keep going and keep up as now, others start making a more aggressive shot. They had mentioned, Eric, on the broadcast that in like during his practice rounds, that's kind of what he would test is his stamina for his body to hold up to go golf 18. Could he do it in one day? And that's what he would do day after day I mean, for a few days straight. He would go golf 18 straight to go see how his body would hold up stamina-wise. And, he, and they said he, that he said he felt great. He felt good enough to go. That's why he's in it. If he even wouldn't have felt the slightest bit able to go, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have been in the Masters. So he feels like he can hold up in this in in this uh, in this tournament. But again, pressure, um, just the intensity, the exhaustion, the mental, physical, and emotional exhaustion of being in the Masters now, as it is, uh, it can weigh on you a little bit. So it's gonna. We'll see how he goes. Yeah, that's true. Um, so the leader, as we heard at the top of the hour, um, M, and uh, he's five under uh, right now. But um, it, it's it's exciting still having Tiger Woods in the mix, right? Yeah, that's, oh yeah, it's that's great. Everything golf wants. It's great for golf. Uh, Phil Mickelson not there was invited to be there. I know there's a lot of controversy surrounding him and the PGA. But he was still invited to participate uh, there at Augusta, but he opted to pull out and not be there. Uh, had he been there, man, it would have been great theater. Oh, yeah. For all of us in oh, sports. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. It would have been a big distraction, uh, and it may have overshadowed some other things going on. But it would have attracted even more eyeballs and more attention on what's going on with the Masters. So it's too bad that he's not there, but um, eh, okay, whatever. But how about uh, Weir um, doing uh, playing pretty well? He won it, gosh, years ago. Yeah, he's from Utah too, right? I uh, went to school in Utah. Okay. Uh, he had, uh, what's his name, the uh, sports psychology. Doc. Um, yes. We call him Doc. That's all I remember him by because we talked to him all the time. I just call him Doc. Yeah, we interviewed him right after. That's r- I heard we about this. won the Masters and had him on talking about what that was like just being there as a uh, a sports mental health coach at the Masters helping Weir uh, win and it was it was really fascinating to hear him talk about that. Man, that would have been something. That would have been an awesome interview to be a part of. That's cool. Yeah, that was fun. That's awesome. That was a long well, time ago. So Eric, let me just ask you Woods one under now. What is your prediction of what Woods can do? Can he get to Sunday? Let's just leave it at that. Can he get to Sunday, Eric? Good question. I, I mean, He looked pretty good. He recognized that a few mental mistakes that he can correct and be a little bit more competitive on a couple a couple holes. I, I think that he's, he's illustrating that he is um, a really gutsy player. Strong player, great golfer, but I, I just worry that that his if his body will be able to hold up. Do I think that Tiger Woods may be able to win a, a major tournament sometime this year? Pro- yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. 
but where this is the first major tournament he's played in and since his accident. Biggest one too. Um, I just I I worry about his body being able to hold up. Yeah, I would agree. Yep, I would agree. Uh, I I I think he gets a Sunday, but I think he falls away on Sunday. I think he fades pretty quickly on Sunday because I think you see a couple guys kind of pull away. Some of these guys can, and even most random dudes can end up having their best day on a Sunday. Um, I think that's kind of the issue, or that's, I think that's what you're going to end up seeing on uh, Sunday afternoon in Augusta. Uh, it, that, yeah, you're right. That's possible. I mean, we've seen it before, right? Somebody that you don't suspect. Oh, almost all the starts time, getting dude. In his own and <clears throat> it's like the day 2500. Like you hear the names of Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Gordon, so on and so forth, right? Uh, Tony Stewart, uh, Kurt Busch, and then all of a sudden, some guy named. You know, Raylan Duwabi goes in there and wins it, and you're like, who the fetch is that guy, dude? Just ruined it for everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone's like, I want to see Tiger, and some guy, you know, from outside the country ends up winning it, and it just is like, okay. No, I, I should so be So do you like that? I mean, do you like the unsung hero? Or do I don't you mind like it. you get excited for the, the, what the buildup was about? Here's the problem, though. Here's the issue is that unsung guy will win the Masters, and then you never hear from him ever again. He wins it, and then he just, <laughs> like, he lo- he wins, like, $2 million, and then you don't hear from him, like, for the next rest of the season. He's taken 29th, he's taken 150th, he's, oh, he's like, in 75th place in all these random tournaments. They just can't replicate He was same. just the one guy who won the Masters randomly on that Sunday. It's like, oh, come on. Give me like if you're gonna win the Masters, go on a run that season. <laughs> go win it. Go do something else on besides win the Masters. Oh, three seven one four texting into our Guild Mortgage text line. Doctor Rich Gordon. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Three seven one four. That's who it is. I I, uh, I talked to him a couple of times. Like one of the most nicest people in the world. And I I said, hey, we need to get you on our full court press show. And he had told me he had been on it before. And that's probably the time you were mentioning. And he goes, yeah, so I'd love to come over and talk. And I'm like, well, we'll try to, you know, you know, we won't make you say anything you don't want to. And he goes, I'm a psychologist. I'm open book. Those are what <laughs> psychologists do. I was like, cool. That's funny. Awesome, man. That's Let's funny. do it. <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. We, oh, we got to get him on again. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll have to reach out to him. That it was, It was really, really interesting just having him talk about being there on the course and what they would do as soon as the round was over and just the process that he went through and just it, it opened my eyes to like I would think that if you're going to a tournament it's like it's you and your caddy yeah <laughs> you know yeah. but no there's a there's a whole support staff for a lot of these guys really from massage therapists chiropractors sports psychologists people making sure they're getting the right you know, nutrition and things like that so, if that much money's on the line, you're going to have a, a crew of people helping you along <laughs> the cool. way. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, really cool stuff. And I heard he's been, <clears throat> and maybe you could confirm this for me too, but I heard he's he's been called by some of the who's who of athletes in sports too. Olympus, or uh, Olympias, is that the word is? Olympians. Um, golfers, tennis players, uh, who are in need of a psychological... Um, uh, just talking to or just discussion with, and they'll call Doctor Gordon, and he would give them you know whatever they need and and talk with them about whatever it was. That's pretty incredible. 
Uh, so Mike Weir, just looking it up, he's tied for 47th. He's two over par, but not bad. Isn't he like 60? How old is he? Uh, he's, he's not that old, is he? 50, maybe? Because he won the Masters in w- when? I want to say it was like early 2000s, and I might be wrong on that. Uh, well, he was born in 1970. So, yeah, he's 52 years old. Well, he will be 52 in May. So Do you know when he won the Masters? Uh, I can find that out. Was that late 90s or early 1000s? No, that would have been early 1000s. Had to be like 02 or 03. I can't remember. Um, hmm. Yeah, he went to school to BYU. He's a, he's from Ontario, Canada. I'll have to. Oh, there we go. Masters winners. Um, he won it in. Jeez, when did he win it, dude? Marco Mira, did he ever win it? Mike Weir? He won it, right? Yeah, he won it. Okay, so I, I, I'm going to walk, walk through this with me, okay? Since 98, Marco Mira, uh, 1999, Jose Maria, 2000, VJ Singh, Tiger Woods in 01 and 02, Mike Weir in 03. There it is. Okay. Jeez. I was like, I swear it was, I swear he won it. Yeah. So it's been a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nine, what, 19 years to be exact? Yeah. Um, so it, it's fun. It's great theater. Um, just having Tiger there gets people tuning in. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously he's not the only one, right? Uh, are, there, are there any other golfers, though, that you look at and you get excited to, to watch and, and are polling for? Uh, Dustin Johnson's one I really have, I've always liked. Uh, is doing well today. Hey, where did okay? So another guy who disappeared off the golfing map, Jordan Spieth. 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 Where the heck is he now these days? What's he doing? Is he acting? Is he on cooking shows? I haven't seen him golf in years. Uh, he's there. He's he, currently tied for forty seventh. He's also two over. He won the Masters in fifteen. Um. Tony Finau? Ah, good one. Yeah, uh, Utah guy, right? Yeah. Let's yeah. see. He is tied with Dude, Tiger. He's one over. Or excuse me, one under. The problem with Tony is when you get to the final round, the final day, Tony falls apart. Does it every tournament. Gets to the final day and then shoots himself out of it with dumb mistakes. Hits one into the water. Hits one into the sand. Hits one into the rough. And he's got a chip out of it. And he takes an extra shot doing that. I mean, it just becomes a mess. Love Tony, but man, he can golf himself out of a tournament so easy. Rory McIlroy? Yeah, I like him. I'm okay with Rory. Yep. I don't I'm not a big fan of uh of Sergio Garcia. I feels okay. Feels a little bit too much sometimes for me. Bubba Watson, Brooks Kepka, a couple other big names. Yeah, rivals too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I do like Bubba. Uh, I love Ricky Fowler. Yeah, big fan of Ricky, uh, Ricky. How's he doing? Which uh, one, Ricky? Ricky. He's gotta be in the, uh, I think he's trailing, if, 
said Mike we're shooting 47 I think he's trailing Mike uh, or is he not in it? I'm not even seeing him in it. Okay, he may not even be in it then. That's another guy who had his moments. Uh, five six three four. Please do an interview with Dr. Rich Gordon. He was my neighbor growing up. Love that guy. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll contact. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll we'll get a hold of him. Yeah, if you want an interview with him, we'll. Uh, he was also like the official scorekeeper, uh, timekeeper for Utah State football for a long time. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I'll get some contact info there, and, and we'll we'll get it taken care of. Five six three four. We'll we'll get him on a show. Uh, five three seven zero. Everyone pulls for Rory. Amen. Where has he been though? Yeah, I was just gonna say, like he had kind of a moment there where he was kind of the star of golf, and then he kind of disappeared. So he wasn't quite one of those one-hit wonders like you were talking about earlier, because he went on. He he won a couple other ma- uh, uh, you know, major tournaments, but um, finding somebody who can have sustained success, it's uh, it's it's hard to do. Is it just because it's so competitive? So many guys are so good at golf now. I'm actually looking up his. His finishes in some of the major tournaments. Let's see. So he he won the U.S. Open in eleven, the PGA in twelve, the Open in fourteen, PGA in fourteen. That's kind of when his the peak was of Rory, wasn't it? Won the Tour Championship in sixteen, Player Championship in nineteen, Tour in nineteen. And hasn't won a tournament since last October. He won the CJ Cup, which is a, or is noted as an other PGA Tour. Hmm. Okay. So he has four majors, one player. He has three World Golf Championships and five FedEx Cup playoff event wins. Uh, by the way, 4781 says, Rich Gordon made it, so I wanted to be a sports psychologist. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, very cool. That's awesome. That's way cool. Uh, can I ask four seven eight one? If if it's okay if you if you'll answer, why where is where are you at right now in that regard? Are are, are you a sports psychologist? And if so, what has that experience been like for you? I, I'd be really interested. I love like talking to Riley Jensen was one of the coolest things ever, wasn't it? Do you remember that interview we did with him? Oh yeah, about Simone Biles and the whole gymnast thing, and it yes. it shut me up. But man, he is like. Those kind of people are really, really awesome to talk to. And four seventy one, hope you're uh, hope you're having uh, success in that uh, in that field. Three seven one four. This is Tony Finau's fourteenth tournament this year. Wow! In the previous thirteen, he has missed the cut four times. Very unusual for him. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Maybe a little bit of a funk right now. Well, I mean, he's had some great uh, great tournament runs, yes. but being able to yeah. Come across the finish line has been a bit. It's of a, been an issue, a bit of yep. a challenge. Was it Eric? Was it two years ago that he was in the ma- three years ago he was in the Masters, and he was neck and neck with I don't know if it was Tiger or if it was it was somebody I can't remember who it was, and he shot two into the water, and it took him out completely. Mm. Like he wasn't the same, and that was late into the round on Sunday, and he never recovered. Just it's always one shot that takes him out, man. 
6865 says Jason Day. Oh, good one. Good one, 6865. Good call. Is he in it this year? I don't even know. Uh, let me see. Jason Day. Uh, I don't see him in the tournament. Not in the Masters. Okay. No. All right. A no. um, couple other texts. Uh, 4781 answers your question. Currently mm-hmm. still in school. Almost done with it, but I love what I'm doing so far. That's awesome. That's awesome. Good Very for you, cool. 471. Rooting for you. Uh, hope you have a great career in that in that business. That's good for you. 6543. Rory won the FedEx Cup a couple of years or. FedEx Cup a couple of years ago. It's a bit of a tongue twister. With the money he got from that, he doesn't have to win for a while. <laughs> That's true. Those guys aren't hurting on the uh, financial side no, of things, yeah. are so they? So are you playing to win, or are you playing to just get a so he, Yeah, but, but that's a great thing about golf, chill Eric. playing golf. That, yeah, that's a great – like, if you're in if you're in the Sunday round, like, you're getting some kind of great money, right? And if you're in 15th place, you're probably not going to win that thing. So you know what you do? You just go golf. You're going to get some good cash out of it. You're going to get paid lots of money for being in the Masters. You're going to get a bonus for being in there on Sunday. Just go golf and have a good time and know you're going to collect a nice paycheck. <laughs> Seriously, that's what I wouldn't have any pressure. I'd be like, I'm in 15th. I'm not winning this dang thing. But don't you have to be, like, challenging? I mean, even to be considered for endorsement deals and uh, get other opportunities, you have to at least be nearer the top. Well, yeah, I'm not going to go, like, all of a sudden, like, casually shoot a ball into the trees, start, like, looking at my caddy and just laugh and talking about what we're going for dinner that night. I'm going to go be competitive, and you want to be, but, I mean, you're not going to win, I mean, unless you're Tiger Woods, Arnold, Parm- Arnold Palmer, or Jack Nicholson. Is it Nicholson? Yeah, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholas. Who? Nicholas. Oh, okay, Jack Nicholas. You aren't, <laughs> don't. Don't give me that wow. look. You aren't going to go win every tournament. You look so disappointed in me. <laughs> uh, we need to take a time out here in the full court press. Uh, Boise State Athletics created a bit of a stir last night. Today, uh, saying that there's some big announcement coming tomorrow. Like, what's next? We have to look at next steps for where we're headed. And had a lot of people speculating as to what that might be. Well, today they announced what that was. We'll discuss that and how that will affect Utah State. Uh, Coming up next on the Full Court Press. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. With warmer temperatures and no snow on the ground, green grass might be here sooner than ever. We are excited to offer a new two-service soil enrichment program to improve water retention, reduce compaction, stimulate root growth, and increase nutrient and fertilizer uptake, resulting in a healthier lawn this summer. Sign up early and get the second service half off. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the Lawn Doctor at 753-LAWN or go to LawnDoctorCashValley.com. This is the Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. Uh, the tweet was, hey, I'm out for the season officially. See y'all in the fall. It didn't really read the room. It's felt in the last year that LeBron got a lot more out of the city of Los Angeles than the city of Los Angeles has gotten out of LeBron. This franchise decided to give LeBron everything he wanted. Don't joke about it. This is the Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. 
At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posture Pedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Inflation is having an effect on all of us. Let us help you increase your purchasing power. We offer scratch and dent appliances, which saves you up to 40% on nearly perfect appliances from Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, GE, and more. You will rest easy when you buy a scratch and dent appliance from Daryl's with our exclusive full two-year warranty. Easy financing available, and don't forget our service department backs every sale. Open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. If you want to weigh in, 435-339-0321 and uh, 9315 texted in earlier. What's the rumor mill about the Boise State donkeys? Do you know? I think it's a bunch of nothing burger. It's big for them. Uh, it's it's a uh, they are putting down the tracks in the path to be able to get that invite into the Big 12 in a few years. That's, that's what it is. So they um, they they put out a video yesterday, and it's all oh we're you know expanding and we have to consider you know where what what our next steps are and where are we going to go for the future to uh, you know compete at the highest levels blah 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 <laughs> and it's like blah 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 yeah <laughs> announcement tomorrow and everybody is freaking out. Oh my gosh, they're going to go independent and put all their other sports in the Big West. Gonzaga is going to go to the Big West. And Boise State should go there too. And all kinds of you know, stupid stuff. Like, oh, they're going to get an announcement to the Big 12. And so people have been falling all over themselves trying to figure out what this big announcement is. And then this afternoon, Boise State announced... Well, what we're really going to do are a bunch of facilities improvements. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a letdown compared to the buildup for it, but it's pretty significant list of facilities improvements that they have on the table, including major expansions to uh, the. Well, it will affect eighteen sports programs when it all comes down to it. And um, they're updating kind of a master plan of where they want to go. It's a big wish list that they've put together here now. But they haven't said, like, how they're going to pay for Dude, it, that's the best when part. it's going to be done. <laughs> uh, is it private funded? Is it school funded? Is it taxpayer funded? Uh, you know, what happens first? What happens next? Uh, none of that. It's just we're gonna create a athletics master village. Okay, uh, that sounds nice, but nothing about when it's gonna be done or how it's gonna be funded. So it's just kind of like, hey, here's a we're putting together a vision board, and this is what we want to do. Which okay, uh, look, applaud them for trying to keep up 
right? Uh, we know they they applied for membership in the Big Twelve, and the Big Twelve came back to them and said, <laughs> uh, "No, you've got to do some serious yeah. facilities upgrades if you want to uh, if you want us to seriously consider you for membership." Uh, and then another round happens, and I, I, kind of the same story. And so now. They're, uh, they had some conceptual ideas when they that they sent to the Big 12. Here's something we'd like to think about in expanding our stadium and how we would do it and things like that. Well, this is kind of taking it a step further. And instead of just in a private, um, I guess, application process to the Big 12 and what their plans are, they're releasing it to the public. Yeah. This is what we're planning on doing. And this is our vision for where we want to go with facilities. Here's the thing: is is the second go around that, as you mentioned, when they applied, they I think they had the idea that they were going to get rejected, but they also kind of brought with that of, hey, by the way, this is what we're looking for. This is what we want to do. What are your thoughts? And now they publicly release this whole expansion idea, this new five thousand uh, seat indoor arena. Um, this uh, the renovations to Albertson Stadium, which needs it. Extra Mile Arena, which needs it. The um, the I guess track and volleyball. I mean, they're they're looking to build to put themselves in that Big Twelve group. I love the idea. I honestly, I love what they're doing. I love this idea. I love the road that they're taking with it. I think it's going to get them to where they need to be to qualify for Big Twelve membership. It's just the question, and you already asked it, Eric, is one, who's paying for it, and two, when the fetch is this going to be done? Because that's a lot of work that needs to get going. Yeah, they already announced plans for a big expanded video board uh, on one of their end zones and uh, you know, there a few other things that they're, they're trying to do. But you know, most of the facilities improvements that they've been able to do in the past were funded because they went to these uh, BCS bowl games. Yep. Well, they haven't been to one of those in a while. <laughs> so, they're trying to project and... Uh, <laughs> what is it? Um, you're betting on the come line that's... Uh, if you're playing... You're betting on the what? Uh, uh, is it called the come line? I don't know what it's called. But you're you're betting on what is expected to happen, but it's not guaranteed to happen. It's what you're hoping. Okay. I'm not a I'm not a gambling guy. I don't I, know all those terms. That's for dang sure. <laughs> but you're you're putting your money on what you hope to happen, but is it's a it's a it's a, just a guess. It's a hope. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, and it. You know what's interesting but, is that is that someone tweeted out, and I, and I want to know your thoughts on this. It puts them back into contention in regards to facilities with many of the other top Mountain West Conference schools. Do you agree with that? I would say with their facilities, they're already near or at the top. Boise, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Someone was saying like, or Boise State fan was saying, yes, you know, puts us back in contention as being one of the top facility athletic athletics-wise in the conference. And I was like, you guys are doing all right, I thought. So who would who would if it's not Boise then who? I, I mean, mean certainly UNLV has the Allegiant Stadium. San Diego State is gorgeous. Like well, San Diego State doesn't have a football stadium right now, but it's currently under but construction. But it's going to and it's going to be and there. It will be nice. And it'll be done this year actually. 
Uh, Hawaii has plans to build one, but they don't have a football, really a legitimate football stadium right now. Fresno State's had one for a long time, but um, I think you could argue that some of the things that Boise has done put them at that level. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought they were doing all right. It's not it's not a great stadium, Boise's. No. Because it was a small stadium that had a track around it, and they just kind of built it out in, in phases. Mm-hmm. And so it's really haphazard. Uh, it's not a great use of space. So a significant renovation really needs to happen there. But um, I don't know that this proposal necessarily addresses all of those because it's more on the east and the north side renovations that are being proposed. But, um, yeah, Boise already has pretty high-level facilities. Um, that puts pressure on the other members of the Mountain West. Sure does. Where would you put Utah State in that regard, facility-wise, athletics? Um, middle to bottom, lower tier. Really? Even with the Stan Lob indoor facility, um, the North End Zone facility. Those are nice. Training I mean, that's table. Why, yeah, uh, the West West Side. Uh, improvements that happened are are nice but it's still one of the smallest stadiums in the mountain west for football it doesn't have a lot of amenities compared to some of these others that do um the spectrum is is a good arena that needs renovation it needs some renovations yes but certainly above san jose oh yeah uh new mexico New Mexico, yes. I'd put us Would above. I put them on par with Nevada, probably. I put them above Wyoming, above Air Force for sure. Nevada just made some, or excuse me, Wyoming made some renovations to their basketball arena. I haven't been there to, to yeah, see. And it looks all right. How much better it Football is. Football stadium could use some work. <laughs> Being honest, nine four six three show one from G rated to R rated really, really quick. That, that's because of Eric. No, I want to make that. Now I want to make that very called. quick. No, I highly doubt it. Three seven one four. San Diego State practiced in their new thirty five thousand seat stadium yesterday. Oh, so they? it's done. Well, good, sweet, awesome. That's great, dude. I gotta tell you, man, that trip. Uh, I mean, I think um, that uh, that uh, trip to Hawaii for that football team. I hope they get to play in a decent stadium. Something that's actually going to be, you know, good. Because that stadium isn't supposed to be done, or is it not supposed to be done yet? Oh, they haven't done anything to it. So we're not. So they're going to be playing still in that it's other. It's going to be years. Oh, jeez. Years. No. That's not great. Those I don't guys think are, they've even torn down the old one yet. They're, they're lagging behind pretty badly, aren't they? Hawaii is. They've always been far behind on facilities. Really? It's always been a problem. When do they shut down the sports program, you think? Like, if you're putting all this money into it and it's not getting you anywhere, when do you just say enough's enough? Like, we're on the island. You know, it's a pain in the butt for guys to travel, teams to travel here and us to get there. It costs so much. When do you just say, you know what? We're just going to be a school, an academic school. Which There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. But... You'd have so much pushback there among the the you locals. You think so? I think you would. 
because they don't they, have a, they can't have a they don't have any professional teams there. That's the closest thing they have. Well, then I mean they don't have a basketball team, right? Yeah, they do. Hawaii play, has a basketball team. Yeah, they play in the Big West. Do they really? Yeah, dude, I haven't heard of them forever in basketball. I don't know, maybe. Uh, just even to reset the program, save your program some money, catch up financially, and try, just try to get back even here. Because that's, man, man, if your football team's not going to be done for a while, that's not great. But, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, the big news for Boise State is that they're, they're going to improve, uh, you know, the fan experience, uh, varsity center, like, for the athletes. Uh, some renovations to their football stadium, uh, some uh, uh, improvements to their basketball area, their their basketball uh, stadium. Um, so th- it's a it's a pretty long list that they've put together. It's like the they went around the whole athletic department and said, "Hey, if you had a wish list, what would you put on it?" <laughs> and so they just compiled the list and they just put it out there. <laughs> Let's get some conceptual drawings on here. What it would look like if we did all this. So it sounds like it's an excuse to uh, to, to drum up a, a donor campaign and to, uh, to to start asking for more money. It gives them reasons to ask for more money for facilities improvements. Um, hey, speaking of videos and such, and sucking at doing videos and being morons. Did you see the BYU video from BYU TV Sports? <laughs> I did. I saw it just before we came on the air. I was like, what the? What are you doing? It's, it's modeled after how the Masters you know, highlights their, like, a tradition unlike any other. Yeah, it's a tradition like any other. You get your freaking butts handed to year after year by your rival until you pick the one year where you beat them. Because they had success. The, the, the crux of the video is highlighting their facilities, mostly football. Um, but uh, the, the tradition is you know, beating up on the Pac-12. So they had one good year against the Pac-12, and they're f- flying a flag like, hey, it's a big tradition around here but that that's we beat the, up on that's the Pac-12. The that's the thing. Like, and, and by the way, Kalani, I, like one of the, I would hate BYU football the passion for weren't for Kalani. Because, uh, well, I mean, after they uh, – I can't remember who they beat. USC it might have been. And they said, hey, one reporter. And it's probably curious, George, for all I freaking know. But he asked him, what does it feel like to be Pac-12 champs? And Kalani was like, no, stop it. And I wish he would have been more direct toward the media. Been like, it's your fault that you're doing this. And it needs to stop. Like, And he had said, look, we are independent. And we are lucky to play these teams. And we cannot thank them enough for putting us on their schedule. And I'm pretty maybe it was Jay Drew because he's a BYU homer too, just as much as anybody. But my gosh, I'm just so tired of it. <laughs> I can't stand BYU. I don't like anything about him except for Taysom Hill and Jimmer Fredette and Lavella and Steve Young and Jim McMahon, dude. He was a freaking monster. He was cool. <laughs> List keeps going on. What about your favorite linebacker in the NFL? Oh, Kyle Van Noy, yeah. <laughs> Second sounds, best linebacker in the league right now. Sounds like a lot of love for BYU. If okay, you ask that's me. just a few guys. 
West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. Looking forward to turning 65, but the mail and the phone calls can drive you crazy. We can help. If you're considering working until full retirement age, let us compare your employer coverage to Medicare. You have choices. We will provide you with the information and assistance you need. Call 752-9493. Having a local agent makes all the difference and there's no cost to you. Call 752-9493 or visit us at lssins.com. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally. Now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. The Cash Valley Media Group and Cash Valley Daily are expanding our coverage of local high school sports. Broadcast on local radio and video streamed on Cash Valley Daily. Thanks to sponsors Adams Wealth Advisors, Great Basin Graphics, McDonald's, Old Grist Mill, and Logo Shop. Broadcast coverage this week includes Bear River Baseball versus Sky Ridge at Salt Lake Community College on April 4th, Skyview versus Logan Soccer on April 5th, and Bear River versus Springville Softball on April 8th. The full schedule of our broadcast available now on CashValleyDaily.com. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Utah Jazz with a nice win last night. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But uh, I don't know if you saw this, but the Utah Jazz will be recognizing and honoring Carlos Boozer no tomorrow kidding? night. Really? In the regular season finale against the Phoenix Suns. All right. All right. Let's let let's, We need to have this conversation with all you Jazz fanatics. As a loyal Jazzist like myself, <laughs> one who has watched and studied the Jazz my whole life. Mm. We need to show we need to show more appreciation for the booze, because that did that man did work, especially in the playoffs. Now I know everybody wants to hang on Eric to that final game of the regular season against the Phoenix Suns in two thousand uh, of the two thousand nine two thousand ten season. You remember this game? I actually went to it. Um, no, no, no. I went to the Golden State game. This was at Phoenix, I think. And Carlos Boozer decided not to play with a sprained rib cage, I believe, or like strained rib cage, I think is what it was. And the Jazz, if they would have won, I think would have been the three seed. They lost till they were the fifth seed. Ended up winning the first round, then lost to the Lakers in the second round. But everyone still hangs on to that with Boozer. Why? Well, it's not just that. But there was 
a, a feeling about Carlos Boozer that he was soft, that he would milk injuries, that he wasn't tough. Because this was coming out of the John Stockton, Carl Malone era. It was just not, happened not that long ago where those guys would play through anything to stay on the court. And Carlos Boozer was the first player to, for, for a lot of Jazz fans to say, like well, he's not willing to, to go through that and still be out there. And so that was why there was a lot of frustration with Carlos Boozer. Uh, for me, yes, I got frustrated with that. But also, this was a guy that was a dominant force in the low post, had a good uh, short-range, uh, I should say mid-range jumper, and uh, was a great duo with Carlos Boozer and Darren Williams. Those are, That was a fun Utah Jazz basketball team. Okay, so Carlos Boozer, by the way, in his career... I think he had, in Game 7, against Houston, I believe in 07, right? They're at Houston, um, and he ended up having, I think, 20, was it 31 points and 17 rebounds? I can't remember, I have to look at it again. I believe he had, yeah, oh, he had 35 points and 17 boards. Yeah, dude was a monster. Dude, he could play, but he would like he. We knew he had that potential, but he didn't always hit that potential. I think that's what's so frustrating with with uh, with Jazz fans. If he if he ran Jerry's system and could roll up his sleeves and be tough, he would have been an incredible NBA player. Uh, here's a. Uh, here, some facts about Carlos Boozer. Sixth in uh, Jazz franchise history with points per game. Third in rebounds per game. Um, and was part of a team that took the Jazz back to the uh, Western Conference Finals. And a tremendous string of success there. Do you know what's crazy? Is how, I mean, during that span, the Utah Jazz, like in 08, I think it was, maybe it was 07, they went 37 and 4 at home. In 07, they went 37 and 4 at home. That team was so good and so deep and so talented. Memo Core, Andre Kirilenko. How they only made the Western Conference Finals once and they got their butts handed to by the San Antonio Spurs just will never make sense to me. Ever. Granted, they were a thorn in the side to Tracy McGrady and the Rockets, but do Kobe Bryant would just freaking come in and torch them. That's the other thing is that, dude, they let they let Kobe Bryant kick their trash every single year in the playoffs. Yeah, it was, that was a, a team that was very talented, but they let some distractions get in the way. Uh, uh, Andre Karolinko with his free agent status. Oh, dude. Do you remember that? Hey, didn't he start crying his, in a post-game press conference? Yes. Uh, emotionally, he was just... He was He's baggage. Yeah. And that's another weird. guy that if he just stayed focused, Eric, he could have been so good. But he always just got in his own head. Let Jerry Sloan, you know, who's a tough guy, get into his own head. And it just, man, he could have been so good. He was Giannis Antetokounmpo before Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes. Oh, great point. Yes, absolutely. Uh, A quick timeout here in the full court press. Some additional thoughts. Uh, Ryan Smith with an interesting tweet last night. The uh, owner of the Utah Jazz. Answering one of uh, Ajay's longstanding questions. Knock this off. It's that first kiss, that moment. 
Engagement season is in full swing, and Jarek's Fine Jewelry has been helping hundreds of couples find the perfect ring. If you are getting engaged, you have to come browse our collections. Sometimes you may find the perfect ring in just a minute, or we can help you custom create your own design. Oh, and with Mother's Day almost here, talk to us about designing the perfect mother's ring. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. DD Auto and Salvage is going to pay you $400 for every junk vehicle. Junk cars haven't been worth a guaranteed $400 in 15 years. DD Auto and Salvage will pick up your junk vehicle for free and pay you $400. Clean up the farm, haul away the junk, and get big bucks today. Call DD Auto Salvage at 787-1204. That's 787-1204. For pickup of your junk vehicles today. Every vehicle is worth $400. DD Auto and Salvage. Call 787-1204. See store for details. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room, ready to get out there and play to win. But you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name. But who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifier pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Napa Auto Parts has five locations from Preston to Providence or from Providence to Preston. Locally owned and operated with great know-how to get get you the parts you need, the lubricants you need, for your vehicle, wiper blades, batteries. They can even help you install it. But if it's a bigger job, they can recommend qualified, certified staff to make sure it's done right. Napa Auto Parts. They sponsored the Dan Patrick Above the Noise segment coming up here shortly. Uh, But first, some random guy goes to Twitter, tags a couple of personalities in Salt Lake, and asks, what are the odds that Ryan Smith is secretly packing the team off to Las Vegas a la Robert Ursay, to which Ryan Smith himself goes to Twitter and says, absolutely 0%. Proud of Utah. Love Jazz Nation. Here for life. Hmm. That answers no, hold the on. question you've I been posing you, for the last year. I want you year. to read that comment again. Read the answer again. Absolutely 0%. Proud of Utah. Uh-huh. Love Jazz Nation. Uh-huh. Here for life. Wow, I swear I've heard that before. Man, where have I heard that? I'm proud of so-and-so. I love being here. I'm never leaving. Huh. Interesting. Eric, if you believe that, I want you to know Santa Claus will be at your house on December 24th, late night, and he'll be there in his red suit. Easter Bunny will be here in April. Don't worry. You're going to get taken care of. He'll be there live and in person. Oh, good, because they always Tooth are. Tooth Fairy is going to be there. Give me a break, Eric. 
Just because so, he says that doesn't mean he doesn't he doesn't mean that. Somebody replied to our our, our tweet exchange on that with a pic of Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward yeah. in Celtics. There uniforms. we go. Thank you, <laughs> whoever that was. No, he, Ryan Smith affirmed what I've been saying, and just his actions also have said. Here's a guy who loves the state of Utah, has always loved the <laughs> <Eric>. Utah Jazz. <laughs> He's not going to take him anywhere else. Also coming up, uh, Rudy Gobert making some more comments about his relationship with Donovan Mitchell. That's coming up next.